All right, all right. I know I normally do a big introduction, but forget all that. I need to get back to Disney+. Plus. There's binging to do, and if there's binging to do, and it's Wednesday, and you got a fat stack, and I mean a fat stack of comic books in front of you, mm. that means mm. it's only time for you, yes, the Comics King. And if it's time for U.S. Comics Cast, Fat Stack, Disney Plus, etc., and so on, it's <laughs> time for the man, the myth, the legend among jabronis, the world champion of funk itself, the CEO of U.S. Comics, John Rivera. Damn straight, and it sure as hell says all that nonsense on my business cards. I will hand them out and prove you wrong. Because I am joined. <laughs> I am joined this week as every week by the COO of US Comics, the meatwad to my master shake, <laughs> the, the the brack to my space ghost, dare I say the William Murderface to my Nathan Explosion. I'm talking about him who makes it ding-a-ling. Charlie <laughs> King Flippy Nips Rivera. What is up, my brother? I am living the dream, sir. Oh, uh, yes, That's you what's are. That's up on my end. I, uh, I, I, we are recording a little early because when you're hearing this, I'm going to be about 43 you know, cocktails deep on a cruise ship. Nobody, no, nobody wants to hear your nonsense, man. Keep, <laughs> That's... keep that shit personal, son. <laughs> Fair Taking eighteenth vacation in fourteen <laughs> minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. John's not bad at math. I just vacation a lot. Louise, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm fresh off the heels of some uh, some hot AEW action. My eyes are bleeding from Ooh, all yeah. the Disney Plus in my life, <laughs> and uh, my my stack of comic books is slowly being dwindled down as we uh nice. kind of move along the day what do about not you, threaten what's... me with a good time my brother <laughs> what's cooking in ye old world of johnland well well you know some people have to work for a living so what's that every vacation that you take a little angel like me has to work triple <laughs> i hope you are happy you son of a bitch you know what i would make that deal every time that's fair that's 100 percent I mean, of the time i'd be like you know what why You're do I got to quite the businessman. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out that's what a COO does. Yeah, they just yeah, no. Are able to escape where sure, the CEO sure. can't. <laughs> that's called that's called the uh, um capitalism 101. Make the dumb older one do all the work. So and here's your graduation. Though. No, so no, I'm you, just saying that's I've seen no, the textbook. That just sounds a lot like I admit nothing. <laughs> Let's uh let it comes down to it's real simple, people. We don't just babble at each other for an hour. No, I mean we, we, we do that. We do that as well. We don't That's just like the do that. Bonus, right? But right. what we do on this show is we talk about everything in the wide world everything. of comic book glory. We talk about the toys. We talk about the board games, the video games, the books themselves, the movie, the television, and everything. And I mean everything yeah. in between, which really just leaves those straws with the characters. That you can yeah, get at 7 Eleven. Sure. That's really the only thing I didn't list. Are they we there talk now? All things <laughs> we talk all things comic books. Every week we get 25 minutes to web our tail to each other and we discuss it. And you guys get to join in, yell at us on social media at US Comics HQ. Tell us if we're right, wrong, or indifferent. This week I get to start mm -hmm. after our power episode. But first, a very special shout out. To uh, our boy John Leguizamo yes. getting his comic book, his funny book, off of the ground with a with a, a kind of crowd raising. Damn um, straight. Uh, uh, just raising the charts with a bullet. Just see the support that's coming through. And you know what's funny is um, he did something that was very interesting to me. Is he put a, a very specific window for the like a, a specific time frame for raising uh the funds that were needed but uh it's really led to i think uh just an absolute push i mean like a tidal wave type push of of support and kind of ringing the bell spreading the word 
Um, you know, just here's one of those one of these people, one of these creators out there that uh, it's not just about having the wherewithal to create amazing content, whether it's a whether it's a one man show, uh, whether it's a movie role, whether it's a, a comic book, you know, regardless of what it is that he gets involved with or creates from scratch. It's not just that that thing in, in and of itself is, is awesome. He does it in such a way that uh, you're forced almost uh, in spite of yourself to pay attention. Like it demands attention be paid. And uh, this is no exception, man. There's a lot of eyes headed his way. And, and hopefully we helped drive some of the attention, uh, even if it's a fraction of a fraction. I'm happy to be to be uh, contributing, um, you know, sharing the word, if nothing else. Absolutely. You can go to seedandspark.com or you can go directly to the site supportphenomx.com. Uh, support, or, even if it's only a dollar. And then, you know, maybe you tell them. Yeah. Maybe ramp you tell it up them to 10 bucks. Don't got to be like that. Hey, man, I'm saying he'll take the dollar, though. Yeah, I'm saying. He'll I mean, take from what 10 you got. To, you know what? Send me the dollar and I'll round up. I'll, 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 I'll make up the nine. And uh, we'll get a gracias headed your way. But yeah, um, the the and the levels. Uh, just a reminder: the levels of contributions garner you uh, escalating level uh, levels of thanks and perks. Uh, you know, it's worth it. It's worth it. Head over to the site, take a good look. You won't be disappointed. And if you are, you know, again, just give us more bucks. And then we'll, yeah, we'll take a second bite of the apple. But yeah, I get absolutely. to start this week, uh, Mr. Lega Lamb, Mr. Leguizamo himself. Uh, you know, we love him. We support him. But now let's talk about more stuff we love. I, I couldn't be more excited about another streaming service. I know we mentioned it uh, last Wednesday on that beautiful launch day. Yes. Uh, Mandalorian. Disney Plus just- Eve was just awesome i mean just as as advertised if not better it was it was 38 minutes of glory uh i got theories i got feelings but i gotta be honest my my big brother knows me me. far too well to think i was gonna stop at mandalorian (laughs) i'm not checking out mandalorian was just like the the appetizer that gets brought to the table that you didn't even order. It was just sent your way by some, you know, some some gangster-looking mofo in the corner that gives you the the head nod uh, type of yeah. deal. Like, hey, here's something for you, kid. And I always say yes, son. You just send that <laughs> my way, potential mobster. Must have been bred. I, I, I'm not concerned about the people complaining about this show is missing or that show is missing. I'm not upset because Spider-Man's not there. I'm not upset because they kind of screwed up the first few seasons of Simpsons because it's in the stretched ratio and they killed out some visual gags. That's not my problem. I don't huh. live in that problem world, John. I had a few cranky weeks on this show. Yeah, I'm I was going to say, you, you maybe don't live there, but mm, you definitely vacationed there. Uh, well, yeah, you know what? But I'm in between vacations, so I'm going straight. <laughs> I'm going straight to my happy place, and I've been r- racking up episodes of Gargoyles. Yeah, uh, Disney's Gargoyles has always been this really, really special cartoon in my life. It's not a it's not a license. It's not like the Superman cartoon or real Ghostbusters or hell, it's not even like the Mighty Ducks cartoon. Gargoyles was this original amazing concept brought to life. For those of you who somehow don't know, it's real simple. There's gargoyles. <laughs> You've seen them on top of buildings, but the concept is during the day they turn to stone. Some 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 shit goes down. Wow. Right, they get cursed. The Some few that are alive. Happen. That's true. That's true. And a spell is cast. And our boy mm. Goliath, the leader, uh, the the man himself, says, "You know what? You got to curse me too." The original purple motherfucker. You got to curse me too. You can't just curse my boys. I'm alone. They <laughs> they they murdered my stone girlfriend, uh, and now I got no friends. Bullshit. <laughs> now. I'm not here just to wax poetic about gargoyles, but I could. It's phenomenal. 
I'm not here to pitch our live action cast. Oh, right? Yeah. I'm not here to tell people what you said this morning when we were texting about Disney Plus. I'm not <laughs> here to say that per that, that Ron Perlman will be a perfect Goliath. Oh man, I'm but he not, would though. I'm not pushing Johnny Legs himself to play Lexington. Nah, yes. man. I'm I bet Johnny even... Legs even has that perfectly shaped, beautiful round head. He could <laughs> he could pull it off. And if not, he would somehow manifest his head to be yeah. in that shape. Cause He's such a good actor, he could act like his head was round. He would just show up to set and be like, nah, I'm a gargoyle now. <laughs> I'm method as fuck. <laughs> what I'm here to talk about is Gargoyle's creator, Greg Wiseman, hit up that fantastic Twitter machine, and he tweeted out, we can live again. Hashtag keep binging gargoyles on hashtag disney plus this is exactly how young justice fandom brought uh, yj back it can happen to gargoyles too we're talking about old school ring the bell scream that we want it they tried to to screw up uh spider-man with the whole fox we want a hundred percent fox wants some no you no that's not right. the fish we need to fry. We need gargoyles back, baby. Three <laughs> seasons isn't enough. And yeah. you're telling me Disney Plus, this new service, identical, but a thousand times bigger than mm-hmm. like the DC Now app? Dude, right. the DC app led to Young Justice coming back because people were like, yeah, that cartoon I remember was dope. This is the same... This is the same story, man. How great would it be to get a more satisfying conclusion to this amazing series? And to double down on that, know what I started to realize today about the Gargoyles cartoon? I did not. It's the uncensored version. Dude, there's there's not even DVDs this uncensored, to my knowledge. The first season got an amazing release on DVD that was uncensored. There's one scene particularly that I think was even broadcast the first time, but (laughs) Goliath catches a sword in his hand. I don't Mm want to give away too, too much, but there's like a time jump, and you see a little bit of blood trickle out of his hand. And they're like, oh, they're not invincible. There's guns. There's explosions. Oh, nice. And all of it, it, at one point, one of the gargoyles, there's this amazing episode where they learn that, like, guns probably aren't the best thing ever. Yeah. And uh, what's amazing is... That's a hard lesson to learn. Yeah. It's not a laser. It's straight up, like, you see one of the gargoyles shoot a gun, and he's shooting a gun. Just as far as storytelling goes, this kind of lack of a filter, lack of a concern that the audience can't handle it, because it's yeah. arguably not really for a kid's audience, lends well, itself so well to even, 2019. Even as a kid, you you kind of had the uh, the uh, overarching uh, you know feeling that you're like you're getting away with something. I'm I'm watching something that might be uh, above my head. Uh, you know, somebody's gonna come along any minute and make me turn the channel. I've I've always felt that. Um, you know, the, the Gargoyles original uh, first TV series that it was uh, almost like a like a like a spiritual successor to the Batman animated 100%. series. You know what I'm saying? Because it it had that that feeling to it. Like, yeah, granted, it's it's a it's a cartoon. Um, and and, uh, you know, it had the, the age uh, demographics that it was geared to uh, are, are clearly children. But. It just felt, uh, even then, it felt very grown up. Uh, and like I said, you know, it felt like this was intended for somebody else, but you, you got your grubby little mitts on it as a kid. So, um, you know, uh, you know, then and now, like, you really paid attention to the, to the details. It was, it was just absolutely awesome. What's, what's really cool is just how ambitious and next level this cartoon was. I mean, they had, uh, uh, there were witches that were clearly kind of plucked right out of Macbeth. There I mean, are yeah, these... not not for anything, but like there are full, 
you want to talk about like uh, um you know like wrapping up story arcs and stuff like that i mean these are these are literal shakespearean storylines that are in essence uh, in essence being continued you know in an animated freaking series uh you know geared to geared to kids it, it was very very uh you know involved it was very mature and what's what's really kind of cool and a lot of people don't don't kind of give it the credit it deserves its second season was 52 episodes in wow, a time where they just massive. didn't do that that's right. old school super friends had yeah, yeah. you know uh, two seasons they were like we're at 180 real <laughs> ghostbusters had incredible uh, uh length seasons and then it went more that's, to the traditional that's like 22 cross robotech level shit they were like oh seven thousand episodes good luck you're like what the hell are you talking about no that's an that's an awesome awesome episode run it, it's just so amazing what's really cool is is there's uh the gargoyles story kind of originates in scotland mm-hmm. they wind up taking scottish history they take right, cues, right, like right. I said, from from they borrow from Shakespeare heavily. They do this amazing job of no villain is one dimensional. Uh, right. You know, their main villain, who, by the way, shares a striking resemblance to my brother. And yet Damn somehow straight. my you used to have long, luscious hair, but you <laughs> never had long hair and just a goatee like Xanatos the villain from Gargoyles. And honestly, that's a tragedy I may never get over. <laughs> hey, man, th- you know, th- there's nothing to prevent that from happening still. We got all the time in the world. <laughs> in, in in a world of, of, like, one of the things I like least about uh, comic books, but I understand why they do it, is the fact that characters don't change. They don't mm. age. A lot of times they don't evolve. And when they sure. do, it's drastic. Robin right. to... Kid Robin to Teen Robin to Nightwing are very, very dramatic, somewhat sudden changes considering the character is like hundreds of years old. (laughs) Right, right. Gargoyles, in their three seasons, you saw them grow and change and personalities evolve. They never wound up like taking the easy road ever. Yeah, it's true. You, and you know and what I mean? they just kept on growing the uh, like they they kept on growing the the universe. At no point did they did they back off it. You know what I'm saying? Like they they weren't. Uh, it wasn't like a like a handing you know handing off to the to the new guard so to speak or anything like that. Where uh, okay, here are five new gargoyles, and then you never see the original you know seven or or what have you that you met. No, like everybody was still around. They just kept on growing the story as it progressed, which, frankly, is just just awesome and, and enviable uh, for a storyteller. The fact that you know someone can show you how it's done. They really did an absolute. I mean, w- what's really interesting uh, to me, at least, is uh, now with the launch of the Disney Plus platform, uh, Gargoyles, you know, has a has a new life, but. Um, you know, you can't really even say that, oh, well, it's been resurrected or, you know, or, or like brought back from the dead. Because even though the series, uh, you know, the la- the most recent series ended quite quite a while ago, it never really went away. I mean, they have, you know, they have, you know, fan conventions um, that 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 have run, you know, I think like most recently, like something like 2009. And I mean, you, you look at the, the fucking start date. Uh, of this and and uh you know the the run that it had i mean it has their the the fandom has never never let it go they really haven't and it's so funny too because there was like in real time there was a little bit of a war between you know you mentioned batman the animated series i was just kind of pulling up quotes as we were talking bruce tim was like matt's namby tamby like he didn't want to hear from gargoyles now i'm not saying it's because like if we have to have a fantasy boxing match, I don't know <laughs> what your gadgets are gonna do. Um, you know, Batman. Uh, I, 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 pretty sure my boy Goliath would have his, uh, have his number. But <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's absolutely crazy. It was, 
it was somehow a little bit of absolute everything rolled into one. And they somehow managed to avoid the trope of the time was like uh, edutainment. <laughs> like even though there's morality tales, they're handled a lot more genuinely and more organically is probably the word I was secretly looking for. Um, I mean, this is a series that uh, Keith David famously did the voice of Goliath. Oh, dude, Keith David is the, you know, whenever Morgan Freeman is unavailable for anything that I my mind happens to imagine being narrated, uh, Keith David is like, he's a he's the first substitute that you call into class because his freaking voice is like uh you know like honestly you couldn't even say his voice is like chocolate cake because that's not rich and thick and luscious <laughs> enough it's it's more like uh you know come easter time when they show like all the the chocolate um candies being melted and just like swirled around you know basically look like the river in charlie and the chocolate factory that river is keith david's freaking voice he is awesome you, what i really really love about it though is again those of you that have seen the series hopefully this is whetting your appetite to get on this train rewatch it a couple times yeah that's certainly my plan every time there's not a new episode of mandalorian i'm just gonna watch all of goddamn gargoyles <laughs> but one thing i love man and i and you and i have talked about it privately a lot and i don't know if it's popped up on the show that often there's something really special when a creative team or writers know what they have and mm. they just want to set them loose. The, not the not the case. One of my favorite little trivia facts is Keith David, again, played Goliath, who's 90% of the time calm, cool, collected, sensible. Mm -hmm. And 10 times, 10% uh, of the time, he is going to tear your house down. <laughs> Me reading a bad comic best. Yes. So they invented in season two an evil twin so that he <laughs> could right. just he could just tear up, you know, uh, tear up the world. Uh, right. The name uh, was, was his name like Goliath backwards. It well, it sounded like Goliath backwards because uh, <laughs> when they pronounced it, it was a uh, thialog, which is just Goliath. But apparently it was um, uh, HTA is how it would be spelled because they were like, all right, we're cheesy. We're not that goddamn cheesy so they had their cake and ate it because like no it's a name it's a name we switch it sounds like a really easy thing but um there there's uh uh that that gun safety episode i was talking about it uh it wound up being pulled it wound that's like the big censored thing i first oh, wow. noticed there was an episode called deadly uh force um it had a ton of uh gunplay uh shown in like in show movies uh, mm -hmm. it's just it's amazing and there's a cop friend who shows them the right and wrong way dude it is yeah. absolutely well it's you know it's, a, it's your classic fish out of water story it just happens to be that those fish are like you know uh, two ton freaking stone monsters that hang out at the top of a building like a, one of the fave one of the absolute favorite aesthetic parts of the cartoon for me um, and and it's it's you know it's it's illustrated beautifully and and again it really does have the Batman the animated series vibe to it almost like a noir darker uh, feel to the animation the fact that they brought over a literal castle top from Scotland <laughs> and plopped it on top of a skyscraper in That's New York money goals. was like oh that was like instant teen boner for for young Harrier John. At the time, because it was just like just the the concept. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hearing about it, you would you would be amazed, and then kind of seeing it was just freaking fantastic. And um, you know, again, uh, growing up uh, in New York and having the access to the city, um, you know, there there was a, a real established window of time where you really weren't too concerned with what the Rockettes were doing or, you know, what baseball guys, you know, baseball teams were, were doing in town. Like, you got into the city, you just looked up because, you know, that's where your imagination had been taken. And, you know, it really has everything to do with 
this show. I mean, the the way that they're designed, they they kind of look like the terror dogs from Ghostbusters, but <laughs> oh my God, someone slapped a pair of wings on them. <laughs> Except for their dog version. I never understood that, but I never yes. questioned it. And not like, for anything. Pete has no wings and is a little dog. The, <laughs> the, my favorite aspect of that is, first of all, he looked awesome. He looked awesome. Like, uh, you know, he, he was really just a, a great design. But he didn't really do shit. <laughs> like, he, he was never really he was involved. like, I'm going to get yeah. you. Nah, you're fine. I, I remember him sitting on the couch watching a lot of TV. You know, <laughs> and, and, and granted, I haven't seen it. Uh, you know, I haven't. Uh, it wasn't on my... Uh, my Disney Plus uh, immediate watch list, like it was for you, but I- I'm I'm gonna get there. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, Goliath. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> I need that support. Uh, <laughs> just a couple more rattled off fun facts. Two of my favorite things. They do a, an episode about Macbeth, like the classic character, but Straight not up. based on the play. They do it based on the real history. That is some yeah, next yeah. level Historical nerd yeah. shit. That is. That is next. They're like, no, no, no. That play is bullshit. We'll show wow. you in our gargoyle cartoon. Strong word, sir. We have a bunch. We have a, a Lexington. We'll walk you through the old tale of Macbeth. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Also, one of my favorite total fuck yous to a Marvel property is there's this amazing episode. I'm gonna try to spoil as little as possible, but it's called Future Tense. I mean, Real it came simple. out in the mid-90s. Spoil it. Go ahead. Touche. But I'm talking about their new season four <laughs> that I'm going to help. Oh. I'm going to get Johnny Legs' oh, comic I book see, up. Oh, I see. I see. Our comic nice. book up and season four of Gargoyles. These are my <laughs> passions. I take it back. But, you do not vacation enough because you are doing a lot of work. So the creator, uh, one of his favorite comics that he was just disgusted by the end of, and I don't think he's necessarily wrong, but... He had a love-hate relationship with Days of Future Past, the one of the most famous X-Men stories of all time. Sure, sure. Successful, famous. Well, So know. he literally, he was like, nah, the ending lost steam. The ending was bullshit. So he made Future Tense a whole episode that borrows so many of the ideas and elements into one 22-minute episode and was like, I fucking nailed it. That's how you tell stories, bitch. And when I tell you to this day, that episode like haunts me in an awesome way. It's like just in the back of my damn, my damn mind. It is just nice. the absolute uh, uh, best. And again, the fact that it's like, nah, F yourself. Just the fucking best, dude. It's the, I don't know how to explain better than it the best. It's just one Top 20, easy. Top 20, wow. easy cartoons. Nice. Well, you know, I mean, and for for me, it, it speaks a lot to, um, like you said, how, how certain inspirations, uh, they give birth to projects. And then that project, uh, you know, just like any lousy teenager at home, develops a, a life of its own. Uh, asks to borrow the car keys and sneaks out at night. You know, doesn't doesn't call when they say they're gonna. I mean, you know, the, the fucking kids can be like that. But um, you know, Gargoyles was no exception because uh, for me, one of the the uh, you know spinoffs or or you know love children, so to speak, um, was the 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 comic. You know, because. Uh, Disney and Marvel had that um, had that agreement in place, and yeah, uh, ten- I think it was uh, like, tennis shoes. It, it was yeah, it was straight up. Uh, it actually it actually ran for eleven issues, and f- like the the bitch of it, and and you want to talk about like a frustration. Um, it ran for eleven issues, but it was it was teased for twelve. So oh, that that twelfth issue, um, it was actually announced at the end of issue eleven. Uh, never published. It. They, they just they're like no tough <laughs> shit, um you know go spend your money elsewhere. I've had gargoyle shaded balls since <laughs> this show went off the air and the comic book left me hanging. Uh, Pieces of garbage. No, uh, no Char- Charlie, the, those are not stone balls. They're just super dirty. You gotta wash no. those things, man. How Both many times them? I have to tell you? Yes. Both of them every day. What? Why do you think when you go walking down the hallway at work, there's clacking? That sounds like somebody's playing. There's a clack, 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 clack stupid oh, I plastic that was, I was games that they give away at parties. 
I was just <laughs> impressed by myself. Uh, as my no, no, don't be. Trust me. As my time windles down, I, I just want to make one thing clear. Uh, and I'm, I'm, the third season doesn't count. Doesn't third count. Season, third season sucked. Third season, it was called the Goliath Chronicles. None of the writers from the first two seasons had anything to do with it. Wow. It doesn't count. Uh, they the the first episode was written by Wiseman, the creator, but then he repurposed it for that comic book series that doesn't end. Um, <laughs> right, so right. maybe I'll get an issue twelve too. I'll add yeah. that to my bucket list. Well, I, I have to say, I mean, like I said, I, I'm usually a hundred percent behind you, but Charlie, I gotta say, I'm a little bit disappointed. One of our strong suits here at U.S. Comics Cast is that. We can fix you know what? the worst things. So You're right. it it, it very much does count. I would just say that the onus is now on you as the uh, uh you know the the unpromoted producer of the newest <laughs> gargoyle series to come. You know what? You don't like that shit? Fix it, bitch. Fair enough. And the the literally I'm I'm down to seconds here. Uh, I wasted <laughs> some by explaining that, but also just fair warning. I know we're living in the age of people getting triggered. There is some interspecies erotica that yes. very much is important, and it is very sexy. And I'm we have come to the section where John knows why he liked the series. <laughs> <laughs> There's, yeah. There is purple and blue paint all over my girl's mm-hmm. house, and I am not explaining why. <laughs> wow. Don't touch my wigs. And that, <laughs> and that is time on a note of just, wow. I don't even know. If someone's never seen that show, I yeah. do not know if I helped or hurt. Yeah, I don't know. All, but all I, I can say I is anyone who is having a question of faith, <laughs> do not deny that God exists because Charlie's time came to an end at exactly the right point. So Goliath boy, undoes oh his belt buckle and moves. <laughs> no, we're out of time. <laughs> the censors have come in. Oh, He's no. about to whip out. No, I can't say. <laughs> Just terrible. Like, did you see the tail on Goliath? Can you imagine what's under that freaking, that freaking buckle? Jeez, Louise. Ba bum bum ba. My season four is gonna be way different, fuckers. Yeah, no, just terrible, just terrible. But yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I ended my segment with interspecies erotica. Mm. You are, you are on Again. the clock. <laughs> yeah, and this thank- time I wasn't even at church. <laughs> Thanks for that disgusting handoff i I really appreciate it um so so i am going to i'm gonna go ahead and uh respectfully keep us in the realm of the animated uh the animated uh uh, adventures uh so to speak and mine is gonna be a little bit uh, a little bit more recent less sexy uh, and by, I get it. <laughs> no no absolutely not less sexy <laughs> maybe even more so um but uh what what i'm super excited about and and again we're we're in a day and age right now where you know disney plus is dropping and all of a sudden you have eight thousand hours of content that you need to kind of wedge in between work time unless you're charlie in which case you're always on vacation and you can watch as much as you want it's hard um, to get for- wi-fi on the beach bitch but for normies like myself, um, we, we have to get in our, you know, our view time whenever it's uh, appropriate. Uh, and, and something that I have been waiting for really for far too long. Uh, and it hasn't been. It certainly was no wait like Gargoyles was for Charlie. But um, for me, it was a, a two year wait. But all I can say is the wait was definitely worth it because season four of Rick and Morty is here, baby. Ooh, lordy, lordy, wubba, lubba, dub, dub, because <laughs> it has been, believe it or not, over two years since the third season ended. That's and, uh, you know, for anybody who may, who may be playing at home, you know, I, I, I do try to kind of tickle the testes a little bit with my introduction of Charlie and then lay a little bit of guesswork uh, out there on the table for... Um, you know, for anyone who's paying attention, I know Charlie is not. Maybe on What's the playback on? he'll who's catch there? it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Charlie, it's me over here in the back. Oh, oh, um, right. So you know, again, make making its debut. It's a you know came over from the Adult Swim. 
uh, um, kind of universe or, or world. Uh, you know, Rick and Morty, famously or infamously, depending on who you ask, if you don't know, uh, 100% is kind of like a, a perversion. Uh, and I mean that in the very best way. You mean uh, it as a, a perversion. <laughs> I absolutely do. Of, uh, of Doc Brown and Marty from Back to the Future. So right, right away it was a win, uh, you know, a win in my book. But um, it is just... It's it's really the most fun that uh, that I have with with almost any show and and I'm you know I'm I'm rolling into that conversation uh, animated shows uh, live action comedies uh, you know th- things that I see on the street and and don't forget folks I live in uh, I live in immediate proximity to Manhattan where at any given moment you can see two people of completely different ethnicities and cultural backgrounds their origin countries are you know thousands of miles apart I I, I have been in the presence of an argument between individuals like this uh, that they're having with each other because they can't understand the English that they're spewing at each other, and they're literally <laughs> angry that the uh, the opposition's English isn't good. Yeah, and I'm your looking bad at them English like, is too bad. You guys, you guys are, are killing. Me. And the funny part is, I understand both of them. I'm like, well, I'm fluent. Maybe I can interject here a little bit. But uh, as funny as that is, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, dude, Spike Lee could do a 45 minute segment. On, uh, you know, and, and, and use the, 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 you use the, the non-walking float camera technique and it'll still go over. I'm telling <laughs> I, I got to reach out to my man. I, I got to get to a Nick game and talk to the guy. Um, <laughs> but, but as funny as that can be, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, just Rick and Morty and it, it, honestly, I can, I can truly say I have never not laughed throughout an episode any episode, any season of Rick and Morty, and I, I don't know if you're you're caught up, um, but but episode four, uh, episode one rather, season four, uh, Edge of To Morty, Rick Die Repeat Breakdown. <laughs> um, it it was just the breakdown. Let me tell you, it was just, it was just freaking awesome. And and you know what? Um, I know a lot of series, a lot of long running series, and and nowadays. Uh, anything over three, you can classify as, as long running in my book. Um, you you always have that uh, that fear, that that threat of disappointment, of like kind of the downgrade, like ah they don't have it anymore, or it's not as good as X. Uh, but but certainly not the case, not the case here. Ha- are you are you caught up? Did you catch I the first episode? I haven't seen episode one of season four. Because right, I've been on stop, a gargoyle binge. Stop the stop the the pod right now. Just just go ahead, catch up, and and get back to us. And um, don't tell you know, me. You, I'll do it. You you'd be doing yourself a favor because, um, and 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 Morty. Uh, let me tell you. I mean, Green Spittle, notwithstanding, <laughs> for for me, uh, Rick has always been the the kind of the one he's like the kramer of the situation where you're you just can't help it but uh you know the second that he's in scene uh you're you can't help that your eye goes there because you know this is where you know morty tends to be kind of like the foil uh he's he's the one that things happen to and and certainly that that's where a lot of the humor comes from uh in that sense but but rick has always been the you know, kind of the the, the ringleader, right? Um, there there is <laughs> there is a legitimate heart string pulling type speech that that Morty drops that uh, like you know it it was just uh, you know it it it, it kind of made me look in the mirror and start questioning oh, no. like everything. Uh, and, and, you know where 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 the onus, uh, you know where my attention went to. Like I was like, hey man, ha- have I gotten it wrong? And and uh, if <laughs> Morty I had got had, you that bad, uh, he he got me, man. He got me. Um, and uh, you know, right right now, uh, I'm to the point where, uh, because obviously this is one of those things where you you have to wait for the next next new episode, which is almost a foreign concept. Like we legitimately got angry when when Mandalorian dropped, and we're like, what do you mean I gotta wait? Like 
next one. I'm I'm ready to you know I'm ready. And it's to not even we're Disney not even Plus waiting. and chill by myself. We're not even waiting uh, weeks. By the way, for Mandalorian, no. they're like, no. no, no, it's Tuesday. Like it's yeah, every exactly. couple of days, Rick and Morty is like, we'll see you in seven months. Yes. We're like, you know yeah. what? For you, I'll wait. <laughs> no, you're exactly you're exactly right. <laughs> we don't want to piss and, off. Uh, we don't want to piss off the creators. They'll be like, yeah, what's yeah, that? You gotta Dan you gotta Harmon will leave. Kid gloves. It's Game of Thrones. It's the Game <laughs> of Thrones books, except it's a fucking cartoon. No, it's just outstanding, and uh, you know, it, that, that's a, this is actually a, a topic of conversation that we really haven't gotten in too much. I mean, obviously, the parallels with uh, with Back to the Future, as far as like the the original uh, design concept. Well, I mean, and there are as many differences. Uh, as there are similarities, but um, are you like are you a, a regular watcher? Like, do you make? Oh, it a I've point? I've watched the first three seasons, no less than four times. Yeah, nice, nice, and and you know the same here. But now, now with the release of the newest season, uh, and and the time between episodes, now that I'm gonna get, I. I'm gonna pull put it in the full run. I'm gonna binge the shit out of it. It's so and get myself all caught up and make my notes and uh, you know I'm ready to go. It is that's so the other thing. fun to watch because just, of all the theories. It's a guaranteed good time. And and uh, the the other thing is, um, unlike and we talked about this uh, just most recently last episode. There there's not necessarily a reset. I mean there are world resets. Like there are literal backup worlds that they that they have access to yeah well they're up, not you know, in their original world even a little no no they're not even their original bodies at, the, at this point <laughs> that's um, also true <laughs> don't go digging in that backyard but um it it does have a progressive storyline you know and I, I mentioned some of the some of the uh older um you know by character name i mentioned some of the older adult swim cartoons and um you know, and a lot of them did very much the same thing. You know, the, these creators that come in and they're using a, a platform which is usually reserved for more, you know, more more immature-ish, uh, not quite as sophisticated. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's as many dick and fart jokes as this in this as there are in the entire Kevin Smith freaking catalog. Um, but but there are higher brow you know, uh, uh, concepts involved. And a lot of those adults, adult swim esque cartoons, uh, you know, that, that started over there, um, you know, they, they kind of have like that same thing going on for them. It's there. It's clearly animation intended for, uh, for adults, but like not, not chucklehead adults. Like, you know, when, when you get the joke, you feel good about it. You really do. And, and, Again, the truth is I'm just not as well-read as you. Luckily, the internet has made it well wildly read, Good-looking. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. I'm the, and don't forget, I'm way younger. Just well, aggressively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Grant, you do get, you do have some younger. time to catch up, but like you know, <laughs> charming, popular. It's all right. We got time. We got time. You know, man, words hurt. You know what's what's. <laughs> What's really crazy is, you know, regardless of the of the kind of, I have an easy time watching it compared to some. I don't mean that as a humble brag, but that sounded so douchey. I wish I I could have I would erase it, but I would feel guilty about erasing this that. This cartoon that is not above my head. Oh, uh, but the uh, isn't this, that right, Muffy? Hole. Oh, uh, <laughs> what's really funny is, uh, you know, I, I, it's not like some horrible secret. I see a shrink. What's really cool is I'm able to talk to her about a lot of the themes of episodes, like the themes of nihilism, all that stuff like has become part of not only mine, from what I understand, a lot of people have used it sure, as segues for, for books and, and theories and, and these, these miniature existential crises that a lot of people find themselves in. It's amazing how often Rick and Morty can swoop in and just give you a fucking big it's, hug. Yeah, I mean it is it is on a weekly basis. Um, you know, they, they're able to kind of, you want to talk about therapy. I mean, it is it is a therapeutic 
you know, uh, <laughs> experience. You know, it's it's unbelievable. And and also, um, the the kind of the the places that the stories go, and the 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 attitudes that are had by you know, like a, a lot of times you can find yourself like the best works of fiction. I've always felt uh, you can always find yourself personally you 100%. you can kind of cast yourself and you know with this show uh it's very interesting because at any given particular moment of your day or your life or your most recent experience you can kind of cast yourself in uh in multiple characters depending on the situation that happens to be going on at the freaking time. I mean, let's face it. We've all had a pickle Rick type of day. Sometimes <laughs> it's just how it is, man. You, you got to roll with the punches. It, it's, it's just insane to me how you can kind of feel the effort of the writers, Dan Harmon and oh, Justin sure, Rowland. Sure. You can like get a real sense for sometimes Sometimes the shit that they just want to tell themselves, it feels like. Absolutely. There's and, and you know what? Yeah, I was, I was just want to jump in no, before, before um, I, I forget my point because that, that can happen. Um, I, I just wanted to say that when you have something to say, uh, and, and it can be like a minor point, you know, it, it could be something, you could be making a statement about, uh, you know, the douchebags that park in handicapped parking lot uh, parking spots when they are not indeed, uh, you know, handicapped. Uh, you can talk about global warming, you know, and you can talk about, uh, you know, all the injustices that are in between those points or just like the sad realities of certain things, uh, the things about ourselves you know, kind of looking inward and, and, you know, attitudes about life and relationships and all these things. I mean, you know, there are there are topics and subjects, you know, and it's, and it's limitless when you when you have a delivery system to talk about certain things. Um, the way that Rick and Morty show goes about it is in such an entertaining fashion. And and they're they're both animated and and. With this one exception, this is really where the uh, comparison ends for me, I think. Um, South Park does the same thing where you're you sit back and you're and, and you know, and, and this certainly is not anything new. I mean, this goes back to the, the Bible and, and before then um, and, you know, the, 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 the things that our kindergarten teachers uh, put in our head and, and you know, bosses uh, later on in life and, you know, parents and siblings and, and what have you. Um, but there are ways, you know, there are methods of making points and teaching lessons and yeah. uh, shining a light on certain things where uh, Rick and Morty and South Park both do such a such an outstanding job in doing because you sit down and you're just sitting back and you know you've had a day and you're in a place in your life and you know and it's animated to begin with so so even by comparison to like a a one camera sitcom type show that's intended to just you know get some laughs out of you and 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 you know make you not think about the 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 crap reality um they'll give you a little vacation if you're not charlie and can't go you know across the world every other week um <laughs> a little little vacation from reality and an animated show like these they they're even more so uh the case where you're like well this is just going to be a fun thing and in spite of yourself and through the laughter and through the making a note of, you know, of uh, references that you're going to make at the water cooler about the, about an episode that just passed uh, or like the the inside jokes, the uh, the inside references that that both shows do make, they end up, you know, that the, the, the greater overall point that the creators have for you it sinks in and, and it and it, it sinks in in spite of yourself you're you're learning you like you're you're registering the freaking point and uh you know as as ridiculous and over the top as this particular cartoon show uh can all, almost always be without exception that's exactly what happens i mean there the, every episode every moment every piece of dialogue really makes a point 
I, I you what's you know and and again I I'm uh I'm always searching for for things to integrate into my life. I'm always on a this never-ending quest from media, from comics, from books, from music. I'm always from porn. In, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 constantly searching to further develop who I am and that analytical journey. And it's so silly and trivial and probably insane, but I cannot tell you how comforting I personally find one of the quotes from um Ricksty Minutes. There's mm-hmm. Summer Summer's going through this like horrible time. She feels like she was never intended. She's unimportant uh to the to the multiverse. She rarely exists. This, that, and a third. And Morty has this amazing kind of rant, but it's all locked into one quote that whenever I'm really having a hard go, it makes me feel so much better. <laughs> and all he said was, nobody exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everybody's <laughs> going to die. Come watch TV. It's, it is not to, a word to live by, man. not to oversell it, dude, but it really is brilliant that yeah. pressure that self-inflicted bullshit that we put on our shoulders and i'm not saying it's some sort of guide i'm not saying it it should be taken as scripture but i think it potentially could have as much value if what you're looking for is something I mean, that it I, serves i up. hope someone out there does please take content from rick and morty as scripture that would just i mean that that something like that would be a, an outstanding episode <laughs> you know what when you're right you're right i just <laughs> you again it's it's insane to me that something could be so well crafted and simultaneously so beloved because yeah, people and, and love like, that show like you and read it's, about it's so simply drawn and um it's arguably you know, poorly drawn one of the things i didn't <laughs> like at first was like that i thought it looked bad and now four seasons deep i'm like look how great this looks because i'm a fucking mark i'm a sellout yeah. mark dude <laughs> everyone's like dan yeah. Harmon's an alcoholic jerk i'm like this guy doesn't sound really great oh he also did community i'm back in <laughs> I, and I'm all in and I'm doubling down. Yeah, here is my money. Give me my Rick Sanchez hat. Also, it finds and, a way to tie into other shit I love. Like Rick and Morty sure. announced wrestlers on AEW a few weeks ago. The the <laughs> nice. like what the fuck is life that that happened? The fans had Rick uh, and Morty masks and Two of the good guys got jumped by two of the bad guys wearing Rick and Morty masks. It's perfect. It's glorious. That's excellent. That's excellent. And and and, and speaking uh, um, selfishly, you know, when you when you're talking about uh, you know this day and age of having uh, a representation in all uh, walks of life, I mean, here you have a Latinx hero. Here is a, a genius scientist. <laughs> Oh, Rick Sanchez Concho. Of course, of course, there were interesting wrestling man. It was it was lucha libre night at the Smith House. Come on now. I just had to piece together (laughs) the fact that Rick and last week on the show I mentioned that evil tag team, uh, proud and powerful, the two Puerto Rican guys. They were the ones wearing the Rick and Morty mask. Two other proud Latinx brothers. That's it. Holy shit, that, that is, is I think we just planned the world's greatest crossover. Us. John Leguizamo, Rick Sanchez, and Proud Damn and Powerful straight. from AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, that- Earth Dimension C-137 is in the house. Oh, God. It is just, it is, it is incredible. And yes. everything they touch seems to be done with such care when they yeah. really should be selling out left, right, and sideways. Uh, so it's <laughs> it's really amazing. Also, did you ever notice the end credits? This is like the lowest hanging fruit. <laughs> but did you ever notice the claymation, like producer credit with Dan Harmon? 
No, no. If you at next that point, step, I'm probably this, taking a piss. This is borderline heartbreaking. But when you get a chance, YouTube it. The, when the show ends, the credits are run, and you see the little like, uh, uh, I can't even think of a good one. Like the type, like I think it was Dick used to have like the typewriter, <laughs> and then they would pull off the page. Huh? Rick and Morty's first season is Dan Harmon, his wife, and his dog. But then they oh, got wow. divorced. So season oh, no. two is is Dan Harmon alone on the couch, and he wow. looks like shit. That's so, sad. like, there's this weird existential thing, even hidden in the credits, that when you see it, you're like, I just keep hoping, like, season four is going to be him happy again. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, not binge oh, like, drinking for a, bad reasons. With a pregnant hooker stripper <laughs> that, uh, that, like, showed up in a, an episode of something else years ago. You're like, oh, yeah, I know her. But wasn't she the stripper from The Office from, like, like oh, uh, season three? <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Also, it helps that Sarah Chalk does one of the voices. My girl from uh, from Scrubs. <laughs> I love her so much that even the voice, she does the voice for the mom. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, you can do whatever <laughs> you want, man. You can do whatever you want, baby. That's too funny. It's just yeah, such no, a it, perfect voice cat. Everything about it is just such a, a miracle that something like that gets to exist. And they're I mean, the opposite the- of South Park. South Park made three episodes today. Rick and Morty didn't even make three this year. No, I'm I'm saying like that that and that really goes to speak to their um you know their their the their creative is not gonna be forced because you know they're trying to sell you know uh, they're trying to sell product or or like an obligation bad contract to uh to the you know producers or anything along those lines you know they. They made it when it was ready to be made, and uh, and obviously they, uh, you know, if the first episode is any indication, they made it the way that they wanted to make it. You know, they they're they're not rushing it for the sake of anyone else. They are they're they're doing it. Um, you know, they're they're doing it sincerely, and uh, you know, just uh, they're just hit another home run. I I cannot wait. For the rest of the season, I gotta ask you as as time dwindles down here, do you have sure. an evil Morty theory? Um, you know what that that's uh that that literally may be uh, an entire segment oh. for me because yeah, you have no, a whole Rick and I've, Morty episode. I I've got yeah, I mean you know me like uh, anything I see that I like, <laughs> he's I'm, really I'm Indiana so, Jones. Like I'm shit so self centered that anything I see that I like. I'm trying to get myself involved. So right away I was like, eh, okay, this is awesome. But now what I'm going to do, they're like, dude, that's, that's, you know, that, that, that's, uh, you, you, you're talking about, um, you know, Shakespearean stuff. Like what are you doing? Like, yeah, but you know what I would do? Romeo really didn't drink the poison, right? So what <laughs> happened was, and then I just get, I just get kicked out of whatever conversation I snuck He's into. He's a mutant and he can survive any poison. <laughs> That's what's up. And he punched Wolverine it's in his really, silver ball. It's really his her long lost brother. And then they discover that nah, nah John, get out. Get the fuck out. They're, first of all, this is not your class. You don't go to school here. Uh you've gotta leave. <laughs> and yet I would give that shit an A plus. You are out of time. Mm-hmm. You got a free A plus out of it. I gotta be honest. There's definitely been interspecies erotic on Rick and Morty. So I think your topic oh, was absolutely. a perfect segue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you completely, 100%. <laughs> so, guys, now it's up to you. Hop on the Twitter machine, the Facebook, the Instagram, wherever social media can be found. So, too, can U.S. Comics HQ be located. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you love. Tell us what you hate. Rate, comment, subscribe, share the episode. Tell us you like the art that my talented brother whips together week after week because we will be back as sure as hell there will be new comic books every wednesday there will also be you yes comics cast and if that shit's around you know the ceo the coo john and charlie respectively hopefully we're third cousins twice removed from rick sanchez himself that's right grab your gargoyle wings and prep because next week we are going <laughs> to have a whole new episode of U.S. Comics Cast. Till next time, I'm going to say the only thing I can say, and that's what we're doing. Peace. I ask you to see, it's
stops existing. Existing. Oh.